Welcome to the Liberated Latina Podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought-after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez, visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. This episode is a deep one. We are going to be talking about how to truly, sustainably, and safely align your unconscious to create success with way less force, with way less hustling, and with way less pressure and resistance. If you have been feeling like you are in a season in your business of wanting to go for more, you're wanting to serve more clients, you're wanting to see your revenue increase, you're wanting to attract those speaking opportunities, those podcast invites, you're just really ready to go into a season of growth, but you feel like you're in this push and pull of wanting more money, but feeling some resistance or wanting more clients and feeling more resistance or wanting more visibility through your marketing, but also feeling some resistance around that. This is going to be an episode that I encourage you to come back to. I encourage you to bookmark this, double star it, and just keep coming back because I am so sure that there are going to be nuggets in here that you are going to be able to use and implement as you continue to grow in your business and continue to expand your impact through the work that you do. So how we are going to do this is I have seen through my experience working with clients, whether that's in Seen and Sought After, whether that's in my six-month Ascension program, even in um, the human design marketing readings that I do, I have noticed that there are three core themes that I end up coaching on in one way or another. And these key themes, these key relationships are the blocks that create this resistance when we're wanting consciously to go for more clients, money, exposure, visibility, but unconsciously, we may be actually working against ourselves because there are certain beliefs or decisions or identities even that have become safe to us. And it's when we don't address those and redefine what that is, that success is always going to kind of feel out of reach, or it's always going to kind of feel like we have to always put out more effort, more work, when in reality, we all are wanting to create a more enjoyable experience on our way to receiving and holding more success through our business. So Before we go into these three key relationships that we get to clean up internally in order to create that level of success that we're wanting this season without force, I want to quickly just share that I have been loving, 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 loving talking to you all over on Instagram and just hearing how this podcast is landing for you and hearing your takeaways. And if you haven't already, I would invite you to leave a review 
on iTunes or on any platform that you are listening to this on because it really does help the show. It helps it reach more people and it helps us grow our family. And I read every single one and I just love seeing what you are personally enjoying most about the show, what you're really getting out of it. So that's the one request I have before we get into it. If you feel called to leave a review, I would so, so, so appreciate it. Okay, now let's get into this first area that we have to look at in order to align your unconscious to creating the level of success that you want. And the first thing is your relationship to power and authority. This one is really big. I see this a lot because I do coach on marketing. And when we talk about marketing at the core, this desire that I hear all the time is you want to reach more people, right? You want to get in front of more people. You want your work to be able to reach more people. You want to be able to get in front of more clients, be known for what you do. And that is the conscious desire, right? That's what I hear people tell me all the time. And because of that, they know that they want to really own their voice. They want to get more visible. And some of the conscious desires is also to be on stage, right? To be able to be in front of the mic and attracting those speaking opportunities or those um, paid invites to be able to be a, a summit speaker or whatever that is. When we get underneath that though, usually what's underneath this resistance of wanting to, but it kind of never happening or wanting to, but it feels unsustainable or it feels out of reach is because there is a relationship to power, what it means to really hold power and what it means to own your authority, which is required when we are wanting to expand in our visibility in order to expand in our visibility and attract those speaking opportunities, attract those empowered clients, that's requiring you to own your authority, right? To, to be in that space, to lead your people, to own your authority and your expertise. And that's what can kind of bring up this internal conflict because unconsciously, even just feeling into how your body reacts to the word power, or to the word authority. Unconsciously, that has a real negative connotation, especially to a community like what we've all experienced as people of color, where authority has always been a threat and authority has been linked to the oppressor. I was recently coaching a client on this very thing and I was asking her, what is your relationship to authority or having command over a room and she said you know it's funny it I've always been told that I hold this command when I walk into a room she's a former teacher and she is no stranger to holding and leading a room and she said you know it's funny people have comment commended me on me having this command when I when I come into a room but that's always felt so wrong I've always felt hesitant to really own that and it's because command and authority and having power having that level of influence felt like a really wrong thing and it felt really bad and the the 
unconscious belief underneath that is that having command and power and authority means that you are not leading with your community or leading with other people. You're leading over other people. You're kind of in this position to be domineering or, or oppressing and you take the role of the oppressor. And the unconscious is like, no, 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 we can't be that. That's bad. That's wrong. We don't want to be that. So therefore, it is wrong for us to really stand in our power. It is wrong for us to really own our authority and, and our genius and our gifts and what we can what we can bring to the table. So can you see how that would be a huge sticky point in consciously saying that you want to expand your reach, you want to reach more people, you want to grow as this leading voice, you want the speaking engagements, you want the podcast invites, you want to be able to come in as, you know, a mastermind um, guest and lead people, but unconsciously that very act is so threatening. So that's the first thing that I would sit with if this is hitting home for you is think about collectively as a as a community with the people that you grew up with what what was the common sentiment around people with authority or people with power or even a really confident person i know for me oftentimes a really confident person was seen as arrogant was seen as quien se creía type of thing like who does she think she is or who does he think he is? Oh, he's such an ass, right? They were always kind of pick, depicted in this evil, out of touch, like that's bad and wrong type of way. So when I was wanting to own my own voice and take up more space online, but to really own it externally felt so wrong because growing up a confident person that really knew who they were and knew that the they were good at what they do and, and was very confident in that was seen as a kind of like a bad and wrong thing. So think about what was the definition or what was the sentiment growing up around somebody in their power or somebody having authority. And think about how you would like to define it for yourself moving forward because that's what you're going to have to rely on and that's what you're going to have to settle into for yourself in order to create some sense of safety that when I own my voice doesn't mean that I'm domineering and it doesn't mean that I'm oppressive. What it means for me instead is, for example, that you are leading your people into a new possibility. You're actually freeing other people. So just feeling into what that new definition for being in your power and being in your authority can look and feel like for you instead of scary. Going into the second internal relationship that we get to look at in order for you to align your unconscious with success is to look at your relationship with money. And I know so many of you are like, oh my gosh, there it is. I knew it was coming. But honestly, and I'm talking about going a little bit deeper than just your money mindset. All of that is relevant, but really getting an understanding of how your body reacts to the sensation of potentially having a lot of freaking money. And what does your brain offer around what that would mean? I see this so often, even in myself, I've had to take a step back and look at and revisit how am I relating to money? 
Because so often we build a relationship around not having money or like not having the amount of money that we would want. So we build a relationship based on the lack of it, but we don't necessarily do the real internal work of building a relationship around having an overflow of it, having more than enough of it. So think about what are your fears around being in contact with somebody with a lot of money? What do you feel in your body? What does your mind start offering you as far as thoughts when you are in contact with a rich person? Because when we think about it that way, it'll often mirror our own relationship with being a rich person. And that is that is the unconscious work that we get to do. It's a lot easier to say, oh yeah, I know I want a lot of money. I know I can be a wealthy person. But really, what are you making a wealthy person mean? What are the judgments that you're placing on other people with a lot of money? Because that is unconsciously what you are carrying and why having that level of wealth or creating, going for that level of wealth feels unsafe for you. Some common ones that I hear around the fears of being in the presence of a rich person is like they're better than me. So automatically there's a separation that happens. They must be different than me. They must be more special. They must be more smart. They're over there and I'm over here. So there's this unspoken hierarchy and people that are rich are over there and I'm over here. A lot of times we have a judgment that they are like out of touch. They don't really understand what the rest of us are going through. They're greedy. We might be extra judgmental of them and how they're acting, what they're wearing, how they're interacting with others. So this is all really important for you to sit with. We forget that a wealthy person doesn't necessarily have all of these other things attached, but it's because all of these other unconscious beliefs are baked in that makes it feel so hard to grow in our own wealth identities and be able to grow in our own um, confidence around being able to have a lot of money. When we don't address this is when we are constantly avoiding the very things that we know will bring in that level of, of money because we're not necessarily afraid of money. We're afraid of what we would feel, what we would have to feel when we are in the presence of a lot of money. We've gotten very used to the sensation of not having enough of it or not having the level that we want. So we're very comfortable with that sensation. But when we talk about the sensation of having of having a lot of it and being the person that has an overflow of it, that's what makes us uncomfortable. Some of the sensations that you might be running from could include the sensation of how do I hold all of this and not screw it up? What if I have all of this money and I get it wrong and I lose it all? And I would have to feel the, the sensation of disappointment, or I would have to feel the sensation of responsibility of, oh my gosh, I'm this wealthy person with all this money that I'm responsible for. I have a team that I'm paying and I have livelihoods in my hands. 
I have this level of, of wealth and now I have to deal with investing and knowing about the financial market and oh, I, this is so uncomfortable. And if I can be so, so, so for real right now, for a lot of us who are people of color, one of the biggest blocks to money is not even money. It's discomfort around having to save our family. Can we talk about it? So many of us feel this weight of being the one that makes it. Being the one that breaks the generational patterns. Being the one that breaks through and it creates the wealth. And we consciously love that idea, right? We take such pride in being you know, the first, maybe we were the first women to go to college or we were the first women to go away for college or we were the first women to get that big time corporate job. We, we take so much pride in being that first. And I know for so many of us, myself included, we have this, this aspiration of being that first female millionaire of our family. But can we be so for real? And talk about the fact that on the other side, the unconscious side, there is also this fear of being the one with all that money and being the wealthy one in the family and then having to have really uncomfortable conversations with their families around not saving everybody. And I know that this is something that we don't like to talk about because as a community, we, we do value family and we do value being generous and giving back. And a lot of us carry a lot of responsibility and pressure to be the one to save everyone and to be the one that can turn around and give back because we kind of carry this guilt that we have so much opportunity that our parents or our grandparents didn't. And how dare we hold on to so much wealth and not give it away. And a lot of us have this unconscious fear of that level of responsibility and maybe even a rebellion because there's a part of us that grew up really fast and grew up with always the sense of responsibility of I have to be the one that makes it I have to be the one that makes it I have to get the college scholarship I have to do all these big things for everyone else and there might be a part of your unconscious that's like I don't want to be rich I don't want to be the one that does all this work and does all this healing for everybody and then create the money and then have to bail everybody out or then has to have the pressure of of taking care of everyone. And there's this natural resistance to like, I don't want that. So it's a lot easier for me to stay as the one who doesn't have enough because the moment that I have more than enough, I'm afraid that my family's gonna look at me and be like, where's my cut? And a lot of us are like, I don't, it's just gonna be a lot easier if I don't get to that level of wealth. So when we think about money, I want you to see it through the lens of what experiences or what sensations am I avoiding? In other words, what experiences or what emotions am I afraid to feel when I have to walk into the room as the wealthy person? And that's the level of work that we have to get through. 
really when it comes down to it, it boils down to working around our relationship with our own self-trust. And establishing wealth is really about establishing relationship with our ability to trust ourselves, knowing that there is no emotion, there is no sensation that we can't feel through. And also knowing that we don't have to trust that we'll get it perfect and we don't have to trust that we're going to have all the answers, but we can trust that we're going to figure it out that we're going to be there for ourselves and that we are going to let ourselves be supported and we're going to feel through everything that we need to feel through and we're going to set the boundaries and we are going to be there for ourselves no matter what. That's how we create belonging. We have to create belonging with ourselves and create this unshakable self-trust first and that is what creates this sense of safety and belonging with the level of wealth and overflow that you're consciously asking for. This is why I love somatics, by the way, because knowing that I have emotional processing tools that allow me to feel through any emotion safely and come out transcending that on the other side with more power, with more clarity, with more embodied knowing and self-trust, it's just a freaking game changer. And it, I wish... When somebody signs up or like enrolls their business and gets an, a tax business tax number, I wish that it came with a course on emotional processing. <laughs> but for yourself, if that is support that you are looking for, then just reach out because that is one of the biggest pieces around how I coach is we have to be able to hold different sensations and be able to process even the uncomfortable ones and know that we can hold ourselves through it in order to feel more at peace with having more success. More success just means more sensations, more decisions, more responsibility, and knowing that we can feel this settledness, that we can build this self-trust. And there's no emotion that's off limits that we can't hold ourselves in feeling is the freaking game changer. And the third relationship internal relationship that we have to look at is your relationship with peace because when we think about success and things going your way what we don't anticipate is that we have to acclimate to who we are when we can feel some sort of peace when things are going really 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 well and how safe does that feel because something that I tend to see, especially with clients who are in the second half of seen and sought after or where my clients, especially when they upgrade to my six-month uh, ascension offer, what I start to see and what we start to coach on is how their body reacts to success and how they start to react to having this sense of stability and peace in their business. And it's really interesting because what I'll start seeing is this tendency to go back and become really, really, really busy. And I'll start seeing this tendency to anticipate these big challenges or these big problems. Their minds will start offering all the ways that things can burn tomorrow. Or they'll say, I want to completely change my offer suite, or I want to completely change my signature offer. I want to completely change this. And they'll start offering all these different 
sneaky ways of introducing more resistance and friction because they haven't fully experienced who they are in the presence of success and who they are in the presence of essentially peace. This peace that things are working for me. We get so used to who we are when things are not working for us and having to overcome and having to rise above these challenges and get innovative and switch things and change things. And that's beautiful. That's such a beautiful quality. And we don't anticipate having to prepare for success. And this is one of my favorite things to coach on. And it's it's when I, I get so excited because I'm like, oof, this is really... This is really a six-figure level type of coaching because you at six figures going to multiple six figures and seven figures, it's a very different relationship where things are going well. You're not creating from panic. You're not creating from this anxiety and this push, 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 force, force, force. So even think about how you react to different areas or seasons of your life when things are going really, really well. Do you suddenly feel like you clench up and start feeling like, okay, what's what's going to happen now? Something bad's going to happen. When is a shoe going to drop? And do you start going into panic mode? Do you get bored when things are going really well and start looking for drama or start looking for different conflicts to kind of nitpick on? Do you get a little anxious because... You're so used to having some sort of sticking point or friction in your life that when things are going well, you're like, okay, no, this I need I need something. I need something to to kind of get me activated. So getting to know how you relate to peace and how your body relates to peace is a really critical part of you creating success in your business. Because the part of you that doesn't feel safe with peace is going to be the part of you that sabotages landing in success, not just going out and creating it, but being able to sustain it by really landing, letting that success land with you and grow with you. The best way that I like to do this is to embody peace and let my body settle into that experience of peace. So taking you know, starting with a minute or two in the morning, if this feels really uncomfortable for you and building up to five, 10, 15 minutes a day, just sitting with peace, sitting in your body, taking really deep breaths, maybe even sitting outside and letting your nervous system slow down and letting your body show your mind that it is safe for you to be in a state of peace and that maybe it can actually feel really good to be in peace and you don't need to always have this friction and this resistance and this drama and this challenge and this friction in your life in order to feel safe because while you're consciously asking for more success if you don't feel at home in that, if you don't feel at home with things actually working for you and going your way consistently, then it's gonna, there's gonna be a part of you that's gonna wanna sabotage that, or it's gonna be a, a part of you that's gonna wanna kind of negate that. Not because you aren't meant for success, but because 
we just haven't established this safety with the level of success that you're asking for. So that is what I have for you today. And I just wanted to share all of this with you because I really, really, really do believe that there is so much more to growing your business, whether you're in the process of creating your first six figures or you're looking at your next six figures as a coach, this is the level of depth that we have to look at in order to talk about not just marketing to get some quick clients, but being able to market with a sense of true leadership and true staying power so that it's not just about signing some clients this month, but you're building a a bold and you're building an authentic and grounded brand that can continue to grow year after year after year. And you can continue to see your mission through all the way to seven figures and beyond in a safe and sustainable and truly authentic and joyful way. And this is a level that we really get to within seen and sought after because it is so out of integrity for me to just help you with marketing, to get in front of more people and get in front of more clients, if I know that there are deeper things that would prevent you from actually holding that level of exposure and visibility and success and that would get in the way of you being able to build on top of that. One of the most rewarding things is that with all the clients that have left this space, whether they have gone into my six-month ascension or not, they have continued to expand. They have continued to be in this level of momentum and sales flow and revenue flow and opportunity flow. And it's because we truly work at the root. So if you are in a season of not just wanting to market for the sake of marketing, but you're really tired of living client to client or not really attracting that level of high quality client that you're wanting a calendar full of, and you want to be able to have marketing that continues to grow your demand, that continues to bring these clients to you, but also brings in opportunities for you to share your message and be able to touch more people and be able to be seen for the truly innovative and unique approach that you bring to this space and you know more people need what you have to offer, Seen and Sought After is the space for you, point blank. This is for the leaders and the millionaires of tomorrow. This is marketing for people who are in this for the long haul and who want the type of online presence that keeps growing their demand and keeps growing their momentum without it depending on you having to post every day or having to quote unquote beat an algorithm in order to fight for views and fight for clients. We work on messaging on truly innovative messaging where you create a branded body of work that people seek you out for. This isn't just about posting content. This is about creating a whole movement through your message. We work on creating an aligned marketing plan that works with your human design and with your energetics so that again, you don't need to be fighting for views through your posts or having to dance on reels to get in front of more people. You're working with your natural marketing strengths to be able to receive more traction and get more 
out of your marketing without having to necessarily put in more effort. And of course, we go so deep with the somatics to make sure that we're bringing your most authentic voice to the table, but that your nervous system is truly at home and at peace with having that level of command online, with being in your full power, with being seen in that power, and also feeling a sense of safety with holding the level of wealth and the level of visibility that you are really ready for and asking for. So if you're curious about this, go ahead and use the link in the description. We'll hop on a call and create your profitable presence plan and just make sure that Seen and Sought After is the best space for you. But I know that if it is calling to you, then there's definitely there's definitely something here. So I cannot wait to talk to you. There are payment plans. I get asked this quite a bit. There are payment plans available. Seen and Sought After is a high four-figure offer. But I'm really proud to offer payment plans for those of you that are really ready to step into this space. And uh, I'm so excited for where your business is going to be in the next four months because it really does shift, not just so much within you, but so much around you in your business, in your bank account, in your calendar, so much changes in this space. And if you're feeling called, I cannot wait to see what is in store for you. So I am so happy we got to have this chat today. I hope that this served you. Go ahead and let me know on Instagram. Tag me. Put this in your Instagram story. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Be sure to leave a review if you haven't already, and I will catch you in the next one. Hey, amiga, real quick. Did you find value in today's episode? If you did, take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram story with your biggest takeaways, and be sure to tag me, at The Liberated Latina. This allows me to see what you are most enjoying about the show, and it grows our community of liberated hermanas. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll catch you in the next one. Besitos.